eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! Show with Al and Jerry. All right, podcast week coming to an end uh, with today's podcast. Today is Thursday, is it not, Al? Yeah, put your mic on. Oh, here, hi, Boomer. Jerry. Uh, today's Thursday. <laughs> hi. It is. So this is the end of the podcast week. I'm, oh, it I is. I have been all week in an absolute fog over what day it is, and I don't know if that's because there was a late night or two. I, I don't know. Today's Thursday. I have been confused literally every day as to what day it is. All right, so today is Thursday. That makes tomorrow Friday. Yes. And that makes the end of the podcast week today, the end of the show week tomorrow. Jerry, I'm putting in order right now my uh, podcast topics. I mean, shouldn't you have prepared this a little bit uh, better? Well, I this did, sounds like my 9.30 well, report where I when, effed up all the sound. When you came in, it's like, you know, when a quarterback gets to the line and sometimes they audible. So you're doing an audible. I, I audible a little Interesting. bit. Interesting. Okay. I wanted to start with something you were about to bring up to me. And that was, um, I don't know if you're an undecided voter, Jerry. I no, I'm decided. Oh, you have decided. Yep. All right. Well... For those undecided voters, uh, Madonna, which I don't understand, she opened up for Amy Schumer. Amy Madonna Schumer, did? the comedian, was at Madison Square Garden. Now, I don't think Madonna came out and sang songs. I guess Madonna just came out to uh, to do a little her. rant and maybe introduce her. I think they're friends. Right. But Madonna did offer um, an incentive for people who, well, she wants them to vote for Hillary Clinton. So she told the crowd at Madison Square Garden that she would uh, provide BJ's to anybody who voted for Hillary Clinton. How about that? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Madonna is... 60? 58 years old. 58. 58. And I'm not sure that is really a thing you're interested in anymore. I think some people would be. Because it's just Madonna. No, because it's just the act. Oh, because it's the second part. I yes. see. See, I don't know about that one, Jerry. I didn't say for you, but I'm saying I guarantee you there would be guys that would be lining up for that. That is true. Of course, you want to be the first one. Yes. You, you, <laughs> you don't want to be the 93rd. Or the second, really. Well, yeah, of course. But, yes. I mean, you're 93rd. It's even worse. So, yes. Yeah, so, the now, here's the thing, though. The New York Times has projected Hillary Clinton a 92% chance of winning. Oh, yeah. No, there's no question she's going to win. So that would mean Madonna would have a lot of... Free time? No, she'd be very busy, actually. Her schedule would be... 
She wants people to vote oh, for Hillary. Oh, if she wins, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah, right? if she wins, if she's going to be busy. Ew. Yes. I wonder how does that Hello, work? Friends. Is there like a Madonna BJ website where you I don't sign know. up? Maybe you would sign up for that. Do you get like wristbands? Know. I'm out for that one though. Yeah, no, I'm out for that one. All too. right, Jerry. So I both of us are out. One thing, you know, it's yes. funny you just said though how you, she part? probably um, opened up for Amy Schumer and probably did her little rant or something. This bothers me. What is the most explosive topic amongst most people? The presidential debate. Well, just politics, right? Politics, I mean, we see Jerry. it here. Yes. I've seen Tracy Burgess when she used to work here mm-hmm. and Harris Allen nearly slit each other's throats over politics. I've seen Boomer and Harris get into it. I've seen, you know, Mark and Guy. I, we see when you talk politics and two different people are on opposite sides, it can be just explosive, right? So I went to see Wanda Sykes at the Borgata about two months ago. And when you pay $100 a ticket, and she wasn't that much. I think she was $75 a ticket or something like that. But still, it's $150 for two tickets to go. You're going, why? Because you want to laugh and you just want to have fun for an hour and a half and not think about things like this horrific presidential election that's coming up. Right. right? And God damn it, she did. The first 20 minutes were fantastic and then went into a 30-minute diatribe on why every Republican and Donald Trump is the devil and Hillary Clinton is the second coming. Now, it doesn't matter what side you fall on. The fact is, I didn't pay to be talked to and lectured about politics. Right. You know how many people left? Lots, I hope, Jerry. And every time someone got up to leave, she would stop and be like, that's right, get out of here. You Like, what is this? And I wouldn't leave on principle because I paid 150 bucks. But God, it was such a turnoff. Just do your act. Yes. Which is why people get upset with us mm-hmm. if we start doing stuff on Twitter. I get it. Do your sports. That's fine. But man, you can turn us off. You're not paying for it. I paid 150 bucks. Make me laugh. Yeah, I had a mute Harris Allen on uh, Facebook because every he was just constantly posting anti-Donald Trump stuff, which, uh, again, I don't care either way with this politics. I just, I was... Uh, friendly with Harris Allen on uh, the Facebook, we have similar musical tastes. Yes, I know. So that. I would say like a lot of Harris, musical great music guy. Yep. Yeah, but he's way into this politics. Yes, and angry. And I could care and less. You can't have a conversation with him. Exactly, Jerry. So, anyway, let me ask you this: Have you ever gone to a chiropractor? No. What are your thoughts on chiropractors? You will not go. No. Well, how about this? Playboy model Katie May. She was thirty-four years old. She died after a chiropractor chiropractor ruptured an artery in her neck. Are you kidding? Which caused her to then have a stroke. When Not was right this? then and there. He didn't adjust her. But the adjustment tore an artery in her, her neck, oh, blocked blood flow, and then she had a stroke. That is horrible. Very recently, when was that? Jerry. Really? Well, I have it right here printed out, so it must have been recently. That sucks. Yes. No, I... Oh, though she died on January 20... Less than a week before her death on January 29th, she went to uh, this chiropractor. So by recent, we're in Well, it's just coming out now that she, that she went to, to the <laughs> chiropractor, which caused this. Got it. That's terrible. I'm I, always very nervous, like, watching people crack people's necks and things. Yes, That's, I couldn't agree with you more. Also, the cracking of the back. Yes. I don't want any part of that. I what's really don't. The, what's the insurance required for a chiropractor to carry because you know like i don't know they crack your neck the wrong way they kill somebody or break a blood vessel yeah ru- rupture an artery in or this an gal's artery, neck. whatever it was i you know what it's it's going up i can tell you that when insurance companies see that she, and by the way can he even practice anymore i don't know like, I like guess would you not. go to him i would not know right man that's brutal playboy model katie may she 34. was known 
She was known, Jerry, as the queen of Snapchat. And she had tweeted earlier, pinched a nerve in my neck on a photo shoot and just got adjusted this morning. It really hurts. Uh-oh. Yeah, so be very careful. You know, it's funny because oh, no. the last few nights, right, have you ever laid down? I don't even know how to describe it. I was saying to my wife, if this continues, I will go to the doctor very soon. Recently, I lay down on my back with this, you know, I got what this, uh, the foam topper for the pillow, which sets my, and my, and my back has felt much better since this because my back is now flat instead of arched. But since uh, I've been doing this in the last couple days, I've laid down, I feel like my heart about to pop out of my chest. Almost like a heavy heartbeat. I don't, I don't even have how else to describe it, where I almost feel it up in like the bottom of my throat. Weird. Can you feel, if you put your hand on your heart, is it beating fast? No, it's beating normal. So is it perhaps acid reflux? I suppose. That I don't be. have any of that, though. But like, maybe that's how it's uh, showing up in your body. So that's something you have felt before? Uh, I, I Yeah, I think that can... I think. That can be a symptom of acid reflux. Now, how do you get acid reflux? Because I have a very basic diet. I know, as do I. But, Jerry, when you when you have acid reflux, and anybody that has it, actually very common, GERD, they call it also. GERD? G-E-R-D, GERD. Okay. When you look up the foods that uh, can start acid reflux, right? it's literally everything you would eat. Really? Chocolate, uh, coffee, any caffeine, any alcohol. Any acidic fruits or vegetables. Which I do eat a lot of, right. actually. Sauces, condiments. It's just recent, though. Like, it never happened before. Yeah. So, and literally, I almost I almost got out of bed the other day and went to the hospital. This was, what, Tuesday night. And it happens when you lay down. Lay down on my back flat. Right, because right. that's when the acid then goes from your stomach up to huh. your, through your chest and the esophagus. And that's where I feel it. Yeah. Oh. Do this next time, Jerry. Prop yourself up on your bed. I will. See if that helps. Well, I mean, it must because if you lay on my side, it goes away. Oh, yeah. Now I got to prop myself up. When are you eating before? How? What's your last uh, food you're ingesting before you go to sleep? How, how long? 5.15. And then you go to sleep at? 8.30. Okay, so that's a good amount. Yeah. Three hours. I try to make it three hours. but And portion control, which I know you're into. I'm trying. You're definitely into portion control. Jerry, tell me if you think this man is shallow or not. Oh, is this me or you we're talking about? Um, Because we've established we are shallow. All right. Well, how about this one? Uh, Dateline Dubai. A 34-year-old man uh, just got engaged to a uh, 28-year-old woman. Good for him. Uh, They were engaged for six months when they went swimming in Dubai. Well, the man was reportedly horrified when the makeup came off in the water of his fiance, He said her features changed drastically when the water washed away her makeup. He claimed she, he saw signs of cosmetic surgery and she wore false eyelashes and colored contacts to which he felt he was tricked by her artificial beauty and he... Headed out the door, Jerry. I don't think he, I actually don't think he's being shallow. I think he was duped. How did that never come up before, though, that he saw her without makeup? Maybe they didn't live together. So the only time he ever saw her was when he picked her up at night or dropped her off, or and she dolled maybe, herself up. Maybe stayed over, but she kept the makeup on, and who knows? That's 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 a bad one. I did date a girl uh, back in two thousand and nine 
uh, for a couple months who I never saw without makeup. Really? Yep. How long did you date her for? A couple months, you said? Eight, uh, nine weeks? or I would say probably uh, five to six months. And then I remained friends with her for many years after that and never saw her uh, without makeup. Really? Ever. How about that? That's yeah. interesting. So you're not shallow. You just never got to see. I if never you were saw. Shallow. Well, I mean, you are shallow. I am shallow. Sure. You at the time didn't realize it. Right. I will say, and maybe this is weird. Maybe it's not. I remember when my wife went on the first vacation with me and my family at the time because we were again we started dating at 17. So I think at 19. What are the sleeping arrangements for that? If you go with your family. Right. Well, so we had a two bedroom condo. The whole family in there. Well, yeah, because my parent was just my parents. Me and my brother and her. Oh, right. It's very simple. So my parents were in the, the bedroom. Me and my brother were in the living room where they had the huge pull-out couch. And then we got a cot, too, and she got the other bedroom. So it was fine. But I remember going, and we were together about a year, and maybe two years, maybe almost two years. And I remember a friend of mine saying, this is a test. I said, what is it a test for? He goes, well, he goes, you're going to see her in the morning. You'll see what, I'm like, okay, I, I guess. I didn't really give that much thought. And first morning, I'm like, good to go. Not that I was concerned about it, but you've got him in the back of your head. Right. Being like, you know, and I was, all right, great. So you saw her without makeup. All good. And thought, and all I, right. Well, I also realized very quickly, too, wow, she does not really wear much makeup. As opposed to some girls that do really, really doll, doll themselves up. Thick. Yes. Right. She does. She was never like that. So That's good. That's an interesting story, though. Hmm. Yep. A lot of makeup. Be careful in Dubai. Well, I'm not going to Dubai. In Dubai, he said a goodbye. And here, let me proud uh, of yourself with that one, aren't since, you? That's right. Since we're doing international things, Jerry. Yes. A Malaysia, Malaysia. Now, I don't know where that is, but Malaysia, they have an Auntie Anne's pretzel there, same as we have here. But Auntie Anne's yeah. pretzel here, Jerry, you could go there and get a uh, an Auntie Anne's pretzel dog, which is a hot dog right. wrapped in the pretzel, a wrap wiener. Well, the uh, authorities, the government in uh, Malaysia has demanded has demanded that uh, Auntie Anne's rename their pretzel dog because it doesn't actually contain dog meat. Oh, so they don't like the name of it because it's not an Americanized term like here. Right, a hot dog because, means dog. Yeah, in Malaysia, you do not eat dog. Same as here in America. Right, and even though that's not dog, they don't like the name of it. They don't like the name. Well, they just so, call it an Auntie Anne's wiener. Well, uh, that may be not also not great. Uh, what? They're going to instead, Jerry, use the name pretzel sausage. Okay. Pretzel sausage. I like the way you say sausage. Sausage. Yeah. Well, how, about, how about the fact that Auntie Anne's is in Malaysia? Yeah. How do we become a franchise? <laughs> in Malaysia or any like, somewhere how does, else? I, I am fascinated by how franchises start. Me too. So you go into a place. Like, there was a place in Hazlitt, New Jersey when I was growing up. It was called Jim's Burger Haven. It was... Awesome. I mean, it was really good, but it couldn't, it never, I guess, could compete when McDonald's came into town. But I always wondered, why is McDonald's all over the world, but Jim's Burger Haven couldn't have expanded somewhere? It's the same products. They had a cool little sauce that made it really good. Their fries were a little different. No one wanted to open up a Jim's Burger Haven, and then we could have opened up three and four, and it kind of explodes. Like, who decides? We're going to open up Alan Jerry's Ice Cream Shop. Right? There's Ben and Jerry's. F them. Now we got Alan Jerry's. Why can't we open up Alan Jerry's ice cream shops all over the world? Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. Well, why I, don't we? I How don't... about Alan Jerry's coffee shop and let's knock Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks off the... Uh... Go right for the big two. Right. Or we align ourselves with Rook. Right? Yeah. But I'd I... like to open a Rook. Why not just open up an Alan Jerry's? 
uh, and just AJ's, ma- AJ's, AJ's coffee AJ's. house, kick ass Wi Fi. Like, but I don't understand right. how does the it Wi-Fi. become so big? Yeah, I guess the the they get a location and they open a second location and the third, and then they start but, looking for partners. All right, so that's the question: Is it corporate opening them, or are they all locally owned? Because Dunkin' Donuts is not corporate owned. Right, you're right. You buy into the franchise. Right. Same with like a Subway. You buy into the franchise. I think Jersey Mike's is like that. No, I- Jersey Mike's is not like that actually. That is corporate. They open up strategically. I always thought I could run a subway. Interesting you say that because a friend of mine owned one in New York. I won't say where, but in New York and made a lot of money on it. The problem he had was there was so much cash that he secretly put cameras in. And the amount of theft that went on from his employees, he literally sold it because he couldn't take it anymore. He would he would fire people. He would show them the video. Like, you can't do this. And he wound up, I think he owned it for three years, Made did really well, did really well. And, and Subway's got a deal where you've got to follow everything to the letter of the law. And See, they, that's what I love, rules. Yes, and this is right up your alley. The problem is if you weren't there, and his was open, believe it or not, 24 hours. If you weren't there 24-7, people were just taking money and putting it in their pocket. And what wound up happening was... He was getting in trouble from Subway because the receipts and the purchases weren't matching up, which is when he put the secret camera. Well, I don't say secret, but he put the cameras in. Just didn't tell anybody. They were visible, and it was a disaster. Yeah, I feel like anytime if you open a business, you have to have people in there that you trust completely. Like I'd have to hire, uh, like my nieces and nephews or whatever to run the to run the cash register at the subway, or I'd get ripped off. Yeah, well, yeah, and you know what happens there too. Even if like you hire your family, right? What happens if they take from you? Right, then it's a family rift. It is, and I've always thought because I was close to buying a place a few years ago with my brother, and me and him had the conversation. If and when this goes through, and we are going to hire our nieces, if we do that, we're sitting everybody down and saying this is a one strike policy. You screw us, you're out. And we don't care what Christmas is like anymore. It's your fault, not ours. And it never got to that. We didn't buy the deli. It was a deli at the time. We didn't buy it, but it's tough. Tough to mix family and business, Jerry. Yeah, it is. You know, speaking of Subway, uh, I had their uh, turkey carver sandwich, which is a new thing. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I got to say pretty good, I really am a Jersey Mike's guy because I have one down the block from me uh, in Hondo. Terrific as well. Terrific. They are, their hot subs are phenomenal. Really excellent. We're two sub guys. We're submarine sandwich guys. Jerry Mark Cuban. Do you know him? He is. Uh, I've heard he owns the Dallas Mavericks. I know him. You know, it's so funny. I know him more from Shark Tank than owning the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> That's funny. On Shark Tank, when they reference him owning the Dallas Mavericks, I'm like, oh right. That's funny. Like I know him more as the Shark Tank guy. I always wanted him to buy the Mets. Did you? Are you a Shark Tank kind of guy? No. You're not. I'm not. And I, I'll tell to me. I'm not because of everything Craig always discusses. If the guys from Under Armour went in there, they would tell him, get the F out of here. You're out of your mind, kid. And that, that's just not the real world. I mean, there was, I was watching that the other day only because my wife had it on. And there was a girl who had an app that she developed. And it was basically a defense app about before you hit send. So the phone would allow you to hit send on social media or a text. But you could hit send, a guard would come up. You might want to rethink this. And if not, you just hit send. But it, anyway, two of them thought it was the greatest idea ever, and the other two are like, stupid. They already have those. Why, you know, just use common sense. I'm thinking, it's just, it's so subjective. Just because you made money doesn't mean you have any idea how this is going to work. Right. 
Yeah, they always, Craig and Boomer always say if the Under Armour guy went to Shark Tank, they would have said, we already have Nike and Reebok and Adidas and all these other things. What do we need this for? Correct. So anyway, Mark Cuban, when uh, Thursday Night Football started a few years ago, he came out back then and said, people are going to get sick of football if you put it on too many nights a week. I agree with him. Because, he's saying, there are only so many good games every week to put on. And here we are, Jerry. Mark Cuban, the shark tanker, knew back then that it's too much of a good thing. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. Tonight is uh, Packers-Bears. I don't have any interest in that. Because the Bears stink. Because the Bears stink. But there, there's so many teams that stink. So many teams that, as they always say, parody in the league. Yes. And then there's a handful of teams right now that people want to see. Cowboys, uh, Patriots. Seahawks are a hot team right Seahawks, now. Seahawks, maybe Steelers. Although without Ben Roethlisberger, not who so knows? Much. Not so much. There's just not a lot of teams that people are interested in. And Green Bay was one of those teams, but they kind of stink now. Uh, they're not having a terrible season. They're, they're not having average. a great season. They're an average team. They're a, they're an above average team. They're not a great team. Yeah, you know, like when they when the Giants beat them, you're like, well, all right, well, maybe the Giants just got beat by a better team. I don't know that they did. Right. To be honest, they didn't play great in that game. They haven't played great all season. This is what me and you talked about the other day, and I will continue to say it. Just go back to Sunday games and Monday night and knock off all the other crap. I have not. If if it's not the Cowboys. I have not watched a Sunday night game. It's got to be three or four years now. A, we get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, especially on Sunday night. I get up earlier than the rest of the week. So how am I supposed to stay up until 1130 and get up at 2? Right. You know, it's one thing when you're getting paid to do a job and you do that. I can't in good conscience, especially with all the technology. I can come in and watch it the next morning uh, when we get here. There's no interest. You've been watching football since 1 o'clock. Enough. Especially with two teams in New York. Like, if you live in Charlotte, at least. You could say, you know what, one of the Panthers on there on at 1 o'clock, great. I'm going to watch the Panther game. I'm going to go out and cut the grass. I'm going to go barbecue. We're going to eat. I'll catch up on the 4 o'clock games at 7.30 with that dopey show that uh, you don't like. Football with, night uh, in America. Right, right, you can catch up. All right, let's watch a second game. For us, you have the Giants and the Jets at 1 and 4. Now what? It's too much. It's too much, Jerry. And the Thursday night game, I mean. Most of them stink. They haven't been great. It's hard to argue with you. And then finally, Jerry... Because I'm going to actually have to cut this shorter than why? usual. Where are you going? I'll tell you why. Because uh, I parked out front here today, which is metered parking. You go down one hour and put, put in the money. I go down the next hour and put in the money. Right. And uh, when I come in in the morning on days when I park out front, I stack my quarters up. Okay. Per hour. Right. $3.50 worth of quarters. Okay. Well, when I went down to put your, I put your three fifty in and gave you an hour. And when I punched the rest of my quarters in, I was short. 10 minutes. Oh. So really, you're up now. Yeah, you know why? And I was told this by uh, someone else in the back office. Mr. Boomer Esiason took a quarter off of my pile to get Oreos. He was short a quarter. (laughs) Now, I go down there short a quarter. I'm now short 10 minutes. So if you get a ticket, it's really his fault. I'm going to send it to the Boomer Esiason offices. Can I use that clip? Tomorrow? No. Why not? Well, this is all. This is private in the <laughs> it's, context. It's not private. It's you're sending it out on a <laughs> podcast. Private in the now. Had Boomer come to me and asked for a quarter, absolutely. My that is not my uh, issue, Jerry. It's not that he needed a quarter. Everyone is in need of a quarter sometimes in life. It's the point. It's that it was the stacked for my anal retentive 
um, punching in my quarters into the meter. Well, then I suggest you get the hell out of here because you're right, about Jerry. to get a ticket. The warm-up is coming oh, right. up next. Warm up. Again, we were really good today, and there were no interruptions. It was actually fantastic. It was a good one today. Uh, and then we'll have that for you tomorrow on the podcast because most of you are not up at 545. Oh, right. So with that, I will say adios, and I will say see you. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. And Boomer and Carton coming up in 16 minutes. For now, though, Alan Jerry with you. Good morning, sir. Oh, hi, Jerry. What's happening? Everything all right? Yeah, everything's very good, although a uh, bad scene for Josh Brown. Uh, not great. The Giants kicker. Boy, they- my God, those quotes in the paper are horrendous. Yeah, so I guess uh, turned over um, to authorities now have been uh, journal entries, which I was never a big diary guy myself, Jerry. I don't know if you write in a no. journal. no. He evidently did, although I think part of it... he had to. Yeah, I think part of it was part of the therapy he was going through. Sure. Also emails. Yeah, the therapist had him emailing apologies to friends and family, so he has essentially admitted to... uh, No, not essentially. Oh, he has admitted to... And worse. uh, ...abusing his wife, and he he claims he's addicted to porn and uh, all sorts of crazy things, which we, we couldn't possibly do justice here. The only thing I don't get about this... Yes, Jerry. Right? A, why... Were these released so long after this was a topic? Right. Like, why wouldn't you have released it when we were going through this in, what was it, I guess, late August, A. B, if you're the guy who wrote all this stuff and you know it's out there, do you not think in this day and age that at some point it's going to come out? Yeah, I guess people panic, Jerry, and they try to save themselves for another day. But he also claims that he was uh, abused when he was a kid. I, I get it's, it. it gets very complicated. It does, but it doesn't excuse everything else that right. he that he admitted to and wrote to. And again, we're not going to run through it. We'll get through it through the course of the morning. But the quotes are brutal. But there's no chance he's kicking in London on Sunday. No way. Uh, no, I don't think there's a chance he's kicking ever again. No. I would think. Anyway, well, well, that's that will come up, obviously, all morning. Yes, uh, sir. Odell Beckham did miss practice, by the way, because of the hip injury. Not that I think that matters. See, He'll why don't you Sunday. think that doesn't matter? I think it does because he well, seems very fragile, and he's going to go up for one catch where he's like reaching his arm all the way back. He's going to land right on his hip I'll season you, over. I'll tell you why I don't think it matters. That, do, you, do you believe in any part of your body that he would miss an opportunity to no. be on the international stage? No, but I— okay. I know he's going to land on that hip at some point well, in that, that Ram game, and I'm he'll just, be finished. No, no, no. My point is he's going to be out there, and he's going to play Sunday. Yes. I don't know if he's going to finish the game. Right. I'm saying he will make the trip. He will play. Oh, yes. What happens after that, who knows? He could go up with one of these one-handed grabs, come down on the hip, and he'll be done. I don't know. Right. But he'll he will be, be out there. Yes. The other thing yesterday with the football is Geno Smith did get the nod after Lepresti thought that he wouldn't. Uh, that well, was I was with uh, CeeLo on that <laughs> I one. Too. I thought they would give Fitzpatrick one more game or at least yeah. a half. I was if actually you were... stunned when if, I saw the news at 11 o'clock. Yeah, I was as well, Jerry. So that came across about 11 a.m. yesterday, and then it was made official when Todd Bowles met the media. And then so you had Geno Smith and Brandon Marshall uh, then discuss things. Now, do you remember when things were bad a couple of weeks ago and Brandon Marshall came out and said, I'm going down in the ship with Ryan as my captain? Right, he's going to go or something like he's that. He's going to go down in the Ryan Fitzpatrick boat with right. him. Well, Brandon, uh, as he met the media yesterday, the first, I don't want to say question, but the first comment that he was uh, given was that. Do you remember remember that when you said that? And here was his reaction. In a boat, huh? Boat down. <laughs> boat down. Yeah, boat down. <laughs> they should have put life preservers in all the Jets' lockers. 
for a nice team <laughs> you know, photo. That would have been very funny. Yeah, the the underwater, you know, goggles. Oh, underwater everything. goggles. Now, a couple of other things from this. Brandon Marshall, I'm telling you, I told you in the newsroom, I could literally listen to him talk about life, football, the locker room, anything, because he's he's really articulate. He's, he's He captures you when, when he's speaking. So he had uh, one reporter says, so are you supporting this move? And he basically calls the guy out. Here you go again. <laughs> boy, I tell you, boy, you're on a fast track, huh? Are you trying to be the next Skip Bayless or something? And then the next guy asks if he uh, feels a need to speak to Gino. Because remember over the summer how he was, we got to get Ryan back. We need Ryan back, right? So then another reporter asked him that. What's your name? Danny. Have you been around? I don't come out that much. Oh, Danny, you got another policy. Oh, man, you want to come around when... There's some juicy stuff going on, huh? And you front and center. <laughs> Danny's fronting. But Danny wound up, he was, he was a TV producer. He actually wound up asking some very good questions. Uh, and then you had this quote, which made the rounds on social media yesterday in terms of Gino now taking the reins and what he's learned and what he's done in the past. It's been amazing to see this grow, this guy grow and really, uh, you know, punch adversity in the face. Bam. <laughs> now, this I thought was interesting, too. Todd Bowles, someone had asked Todd Bowles, that uh, Gino is not well-liked in the locker room. Right. And Bowles essentially admitted it and said, well, you don't have to be well-liked to be respected <laughs> quarterback. Well, well you kind of do. I, I think there's probably some truth to that if you go out and you perform. Right. If people didn't like Tom Brady, right. he is still respected in the no locker question. room. But if you stink yes. and not well-liked, that's not good, Jimmy. Right. If you are unproven. Unproven, no that's a better to way to say Let me give you one more from Marshall. And this goes to the what Craig calls the humanization of Boomer, right? Yes. We all watch these games, and we all think these guys are essentially just characters in a video game, right? Well, Brandon Marshall gets on the media and what they've done to Geno Smith and how you kind of feel if you were that person in their shoes. What people need to understand, especially the media, is it's personal. You know, when you read stuff about you, especially negative, when you're putting your all into something, you're going out there trying to do the right thing, you're not trying to mess it up, and you get crushed, especially in this market, you know, we take it personal. And he went on to say, you guys have been downright nasty to Geno Smith. The media. It's been tough on him. So uh, Marshall actually came to his defense. He admitted that he lived with Geno when he first came over here. He said he's really in his corner. It was never about Ryan versus Geno. Just that, you know, they're both super talented. Ryan was the starter, so that was his guy. Yeah, when when the whole Ryan Fitzpatrick thing was going on in the summer, I do remember Brandon Marshall being one of the outspoken guys saying, we believe in Geno Smith and yeah. we can work with him and we'll be fine. He called him super talented. So we're going to find out this week. And the one thing, uh, Brandon Marshall, I won't play it because it was very repetitive. Uh, the reporters kept asking him about his game and how has he grown and how has he matured, how has he gotten better, and all he kept saying was, not about me. Never has been about me. He must have said that. I've only gotten through half of his press briefing so far. He must have said it 12 times already. And Jerry, as a uh, Cowboy fan, are you concerned at all no. about Des Bryant? No. Uh, well, he didn't have a drone accident, but Des Bryant was no. making soup. <laughs> no. And evidently was slicing up uh, he carrots. He cut his hand off. Well, he cut his, cut his hand, Jerry. When's their next game? The Cowboys? Yeah. Well, they're off this week. Right. What it's if he... A, it's a cut. Put some... What do you put? What's that stuff? You put some Neosporin? Uh, cream on it, put some Neosporin on it, and a band aid will be fine next week. What he if hasn't he, even played in a month? What it's if he's okay. making more soup? So what? What if he, I bet he has more soup between now and then? Then what? Let's put it this way I'm pretty sure from what I've read, his fingers not going to look like Trevor Bowers. 
You don't think it's going to be bleeding all over the field in two weeks? I don't even think there's one weeks? stitch in it. I think everything's fine. Then how does that even come out that he because cut his finger making soup? Because media sucks, that's how. Because that's why. He meets the media. Oh, what, what was there a bandit on your finger? Well, yeah, I cut my finger. Des Bryant sliced his finger. Well, there were reports that he come didn't on. catch the ball at all at practice, Jerry. He hasn't played. And Babying he cut his that finger. finger. He's got 10 days before they play soup. again. He will be fine. And by the way, these receivers, they can wrap their finger and then they put these sticky gloves on, right? He'll catch the ball. I think about that sometimes when I'm at home. I live by myself and I'm I cutting heard. I'm cutting up like sweet potatoes. I'm like, sure. if I slice my finger off, yes. there's no one here. I almost cut my finger off uh, with a potato. You know, when sometimes you make mashed potatoes, you know, mashed potatoes, you got to slice the potato up in slices. And one time the knife slipped off and missed my finger by not much. And you're that close to literally, if you don't cut your finger off, you're gashing it pretty good. But at least you have a family that can save you. I'm all alone. I'm going to bleed out on my no, kitchen floor. <laughs> your other hand can't dial the phone? Oh, I guess it can. That's why you should <laughs> you should sign up for alldialone.com. Well, now, what is this? <laughs> it's for men like you, you know. <laughs> I mean, really. And you can't tie your finger to stop the blood from circulating? I guess I'd call 911 immediately. Uh, well, I mean, you call 911 and the raccoons in the trash. That's fair. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll uh, wrap this up with some Derrick Rose stuff, some J.R. Smith stuff, and Boomer and Carton next on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, Boomer and Carton coming up in three minutes. Just quickly, Cubs beat the Dodgers late last night 10-2, so the series tied 2-2, and the Indians did shut out the Blue Jays 3-0. So Cleveland in the World Series. Uh, game one will be Tuesday night. I believe that's when the Knicks play the Cavs, too, right across the street. So that would be some wild night in Cleveland because they will host game. Game one. Uh, speaking of basketball, Derek Rose was cleared uh, with the in the civil lawsuit allegations of the gang rape and all that. Very interesting, I thought. Within an hour or so after he was cleared, the news came out. He's posing for photos with the jurors. Yeah, it's a that's a bad look for doesn't the look, jurors. I mean, I'm not saying it's, you can't do it, but it doesn't look good. And the, the other thing is that the one photo in the paper today is this a blonde woman juror. At the very least, Derek Rose is into some interesting. Sexual thing. That's a good word. So why would a woman of all... Yeah, I can see a dopey guy who's a huge Nick fan. But why would a woman pose with that guy? I can't answer that for you. The jurors, I, I think, did that with OJ, too. That doesn't surprise Taking me. Taking photos with... It o- doesn't look great, but I guess it happens, and that's the way it goes. And lastly, J.R. Smith... Is angry at Craig Carton. Uh, apparently so. And why? He is looking for you. Because I told the truth. I want to know who went and told J.R. Smith. I guess maybe people on Twitter got yes. to him. Probably, yeah. Yeah, because they were tweeting to uh, Craig. I saw some of them as well. That's saying J.R. Smith was going to beat him up. Okay. I don't Craig. think J.R. Smith is going to beat him up. I don't think so. But he was very I'd angry. i say let him punch you and then you sue him for $50 million. Dollars. Yeah, there you go. That's how that goes to court. He won't have any of it. But that's probably true, too. It goes back to, could you imagine playing what it must have been like playing without social media and what these guys go through now? Just in terms of, I'm not talking about the Craig thing, but just, you know, one little thing happens and everybody is running right to them to let you know Rats. who said what. A, well, yeah, and, and all of a sudden you've got to react to everything. Yeah, I don't know why this whole Jared Smith thing is uh, any surprise to anybody. You know, Mario Stoudemire, Mike D'Antoni, uh, J.R. Smith's words himself, everything led to the discussion and the conversation and the question to Jeremy Lin yesterday. I don't know why anybody is shocked by it. I don't think anybody's shocked by it. We were just bringing up the uh, the, the 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 quotes from him and the reaction yeah, from it. Yeah, I understand That's that. All. But no, other people are like, wow, you know, what is this all about? Well, listen, it was what it was, and all you have to do is go back and revisit that whole time when insanity was going on and then when he got his new contract. Four hours of Boomer next.